0: He's perfect. We can depend on him. He's a good, good, good father. That's his nature. That's his character. That's who he is. Y'all ready for the word today? Thank you, Lord. We're going to jump right into it. What to do, what to do, what to do, when it seems like it's taking too long? Mark chapter 11, we're going to begin here, just dive right into it, amen? Verse 12, on the following day, when they came up from Bethany, he was hungry, this is referring to, to our Lord Jesus. <clears throat> and seeing in the distance a fig tree and a leaf, in leaf, he went to see if he could find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs, and he said to it, and he said to it, Here's a grown man speaking to a tree. Notice what he said. May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And notice his disciples, what? His disciples heard it. Now, they must have been thinking, man, this is is strange. This guy's talking to a tree. But yet his disciples heard it. Uh, they didn't think anything of it other than probably okay uh, alright what, what was that all about okay so then he went to Jerusalem and he taught in the temple he drove out the tables of the money changers and uh, then he goes back to the spot where he spoke to the tree And so this is 24 hours later. As they're coming back from Jerusalem, they are passing by this tree, and they noticed that something had changed. We'll drop down to verse 20. And as they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. And we encourage you to speak to your circumstances as Jesus is going to teach them and we'll see that in a moment um, but sometimes people wonder well, I, I, I spoke to the thing and nothing happened something happened in the spirit realm you just didn't see it see, some people they, they just give up too quick and I'm, I'm going to show you and illustrate why people give up and encourage you not to give up because things are happening even though you can't see them. So, when Jesus spoke to that tree, nothing visibly, nothing outward happened to that tree, right? All the disciples did. It they, they didn't get their attention other than, I mean, he, he heard him speaking to a tree. But it was 20, it wasn't... It wasn't immediate, the change to the tree. The change happened 24 hours later. Does that mean that that I only have to wait 24 hours? You wait as long as it takes. See? And that's what trusting is all about. So as they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away to its roots. See, when you see your circumstances change, not only are you going to see it, your family members are going to see it, your friends are going to see it. And when they may have called you crazy before, when they see your circumstances change, it's, it's going to witness to them. And so they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots, and Peter remembered. What did he remember when Jesus spoke to it? He said to him, Rabbi, look! Exclamation mark there. I know that's added by the translators, but that's a a good place for it because they had to be freaking out. Because they'd never seen anything like this. Here's a guy speaking to a tree, and it changes was dried up. He said, "He said, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And he said, Rabbi, look, the fig tree that you cursed has withered. And Jesus said, and Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Actually, in the Greek, it says, have God's faith. Have the faith of God. That's literally what it says. I know that that's what it says in the Greek, because a Greek person told me when I was in Greece, is that, that what it said. And I and I, I emphasize this is because um, somebody wrote this book trying to come against faith, and they say that people that teach faith are adding to the scriptures, and that this doesn't say uh, have. The faith of God. It says, "Have faith in God," and we know our faith is in God. But actually, this says, "Have the faith of God." Actually, some of the uh, some of your Bibles uh, will have a little footnote that will and it will tell you that in one of the columns, it'll say, "Have the faith of God." Okay, and so um, I was thinking about what this guy said in the book, and he, and he was going into Greek and all this kind of stuff, and but actually what he was saying was incorrect because I was getting ready to teach, but I was thinking about what that guy said, and I said, okay, if that's what it says and it doesn't really say that, I want to be accurate, okay? And so I was about to teach Greek students in a Bible school, okay? and And, and that goes to show you here it is, somebody from America teaching Greek students that have the uh, original. And, 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 it, and it dawned on me, I mean, it was like a dub moment, but it doesn't make any difference. You, you could read the, the word out of the original uh, language or from the original language, but that doesn't mean you have revelation because it takes the Holy Spirit to bring revelation, not the Greek. Because a lot of uh, American ministers think, man, if they can know the Greek. And I'm studying Greek, and I think it's fascinating, fascinating language. I just enjoy it. And it does help uh, uh, bring the, the, the scriptures out to you more when you can see it from the original language. It, it does help. But, um, but the main thing is the Holy Spirit. He's the teacher. But some guys, they get all hung up. Boy, I know the Greek. Well, that doesn't mean you have revelation. And here, here it is, I am, here I am, oh, probably 20 years ago, teaching Greek students, and I have a Greek translator. So I'm about to tell them that the Greek says, <laughs> have the faith of God, when they have the Greek right there. So before I taught, I asked the translator, I said, I didn't go into any explanation, I said, just read to me Mark 11:22." out of your Greek Bible, translate it back to me in English. And he said, have God's faith. I said, thank you. I never forgot that. So take it from me. I'm not lying to you. Have God's faith. That's what it says. And that's why why is that so important? Because Jesus is telling them and ultimately telling us we can have God's faith. Because they put the focus on him and what he did to that tree. And he's like, you have it. <laughs> you have God's faith. And guess what? This was before the cross. Now, after the cross, we got faith on the inside of us in the new birth. Thank you, Lord. So... um, I apologize for this heat, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm thankful for the weather outside. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. Last couple of Sundays, it's just, I don't know, it's been out of control in here. And I don't, I don't know. I thought it was just the lights, but I see people fanning and people taking their clothes off. <laughs> no. Okay, so, amen. Just wear some shorts when you come here. Have God's faith. He's encouraging them like, like, y'all can do this too. And they weren't even born again. This is before the cross. Now that we're born again, how much more do we have God's faith? But too many times we can be discouraged, and, 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 and I want to I, I help all of us. Amen. This will be an encouragement to all of us. So, so Jesus said, truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, I can spend the rest of time on this, but I'm not i got some other things that I want to share. Verse 23, he said, Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass. <laughs> it will be done for him. Not it might be. What? <clears throat> it will be done. It will be done. It will be done. When you speak to the mountain, which represents your circumstances, and you tell it what to do, it'll do what you say. But you got to believe that what you say will be done. It will be done. I mean, you, you need to stand on that. Therefore, I tell you, Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Summary, Jesus spoke to the tree. Nothing appeared to happen, but something was happening. The root system was being affected, okay, and that's a type of the spirit realm, okay? Okay? Because even in, <clears throat> but it, it's, it's actually showing us two things. In the natural, actually something was happening to the tree. It took it a while to show up on the outside. But it's also a spiritual analogy to, sh- to show you that, that you're speaking to the, the heart of the situation. You're speaking into the, the, the root of the problem, which is in the spirit realm. And change has already taken place. And so don't be discouraged because you don't see anything. And so I want to I encourage those of you that you've been standing for a long time and you're wondering, well, when am I going to see the manifestation? Second group of people I want to speak to, are those of you that have quit because you haven't seen anything happening. All right? But something is happening. When you step out and do what God tells you to do, Sometimes people they want results overnight. You ever decide you want to lose weight, and you 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 eat a, a salad for lunch and some soup for dinner, and you exercised that day for 45 minutes, and the next morning you step on a scale or you look yourself in the mirror and say, well, shoot. <laughs> Huh? You ever been there? Or, even worse, you do it for a week. You lost a half a pound. Huh? And and it's easy to quit, right? All this talk about pastor talking about seeing Jesus, keep hearing the word. Man, okay, I listened to the word for two days. I listened to, word, to the Word all week. I came to the Bible study three times. And, but people quit because we are in an instant society. We, we want something instant. We want instant results. We want, we want the hamburger right now. We don't want to wait for anything. Instant, same day cleaners. Man, I remember, I almost want to cry when I pass by. The sign is still up, it's not there anymore. Canton Laundry. Um, some of you old school people, old enough to remember Stillman's. Stillman's, was Stillman's in the Glenbrook Mall, or I, I don't know, Southtown, whatever. Okay, well, I'm not going back in the 30s. I'm, I'm talking about when it was at the mall. Okay, I'm not that old. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, no, this was, it was in one of the malls. Uh, but anyway, uh, there was Mr. Miller. There was the Miller brothers. Anybody remember the Miller brothers? The Miller brothers, the two of them, are Henry and Hester, they cut hair. All right. But then there was the other Miller. I can't see him. I was trying to remember his name the other day. Sylvester, you right, amen. So Sylvester Miller, he worked in uh, in Stillman's. Always had these crisp shirts, amen. I, I have a fetish about shirts. I like it. When, I, when you see me with a with a collared shirt, you wouldn't know it. Now I got kind of chill stuff on, but my 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 collars, I like them standing up. And you can't find anybody to do shirts no more. The way they're supposed to be done. And Mr. Miller, he, he was talking about Canton Laundry over on uh, it was over on Broadway. Right off of Broadway and uh, Washington. Or Jefferson. You can still see the sign out there. Chinese Laundry. They don't have them no more. Not around here. You bring your shirts there, you ask, can I get it? Like, you take it on Monday, can I get it Wednesday? No. One week. But Mr. Miller, Mr. Sylvester Miller said, I don't let nobody else touch my shirt. And me too, man, I take my shirts over there, man, they be nice and folded, crisp, man. All they did was shirts. They didn't do, they didn't do dresses, they didn't do suits. They just, all they did was shirts. In one week, you go in there, can I get it uh, tomorrow? In one week. <laughs> huh? Thank you, Lord. Anybody remember Canton Laundry? Man, Matt knows what I'm talking about. Wait, when is Matt gonna come, come back from Arizona? I, he said he'd come back in January. I, I told him he need to stay there a little, lo- little longer. But what about this weather? What about this Indiana weather, y'all? I'm man. If I could, if I could, uh, if I could moonwalk, I would. Man, I love it. Okay, but uh, but everything everybody wants something quick. Let's say you're in a cold room. You're sitting there and there's an ice cube on the table. And it's so cold you can could, you could see the, your breath coming out your mouth. Say it's 5 degrees, but you turn the temperature up. Ice cube sitting there. 10 degrees. 20. 22. The temperature is going up 23. Guess what? You know what that ice cube? That ice cube... It's still the same. It has no change in it. 29, 30, 31. Guess what? Nothing changes the ice cube. But without exception, when that temperature reached 32, y'all know what it is. That, what, what happens to the ice cube? It starts melting. Not at 31, never, 32, but what was happening at 22, 15, 19, 27 was stored up energy, even though you didn't see anything happening, when it hit 32, it started melting, but you didn't see anything. You sitting in that room, seeing, seeing the, your breath come out of your mouth, but you didn't, you didn't see it. You, 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 you could feel it, the temperature change, but you couldn't see anything. But it, when it was 32, it starts melting, right? One of the most fascinating things to me uh, to illustrate this is, is a bamboo tree. Now. When a bamboo tree is planted, in its first five years, you can barely see anything. For five years. Come on, somebody. Y'all know where I'm going. But guess what happened? After those five years, in six weeks, it shoots up to 90 feet. Some of y'all, you just give up too quick. I'm, I'm here to encourage you today. You don't see anything. But you know what? What was happening during that five years, there was a massive root system developing under the ground. See, when, you, when you're developing habits that are good habits, this is not putting you under the law. You're you just having good habits of reading the Bible and praying. But some people they quit, well, I'm praying every day, I'm reading the Bible. It don't seem like nothing happened. I mean, you got sleep in your eyes. You don't feel anything. But you're developing good habits. You're, you're hearing the word. Something's happening in the root system in your heart. Roots are being developing on the inside. I'm going to give you a quote. Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. Oh, I, 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 I just felt something right there. (laughs) <laughs> now, come, come on now. I, I, I'm going to. I know you're ready. I got my note taker right there. And, and see, a lot of times people think, you know, breakthrough, breakthroughs, I believe in are suddenlies, but some of these suddenlies happen. Now, God can do something and, sh- and work a miracle in your life without you having done a thing. But I'm telling you many times and in most cases breakthroughs happen they're a result of, of many previous actions. Here's the quote. Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions which build up the potential required which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. Sometimes major change happens as you're you're reading the Word consistently. You're hearing the Word. You're seeing Jesus. But you're seeing no change. You're seeing Jesus. I'm seeing no change. I'm on this treadmill. (laughs) But it's a good habit. I'm, I'm committed to the process. Joel uh, M.B. said this about years ago when the uh, 76ers sucked. He talked about trusting the process. And that's what I'm telling you today. Trust the process. Forget about goals. And look at the steps that's going to get you there. Forget, Forget about the novel you're going to write. And commit to the process of maybe writing two paragraphs. Somebody said, How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Thank you, Lord. You eat that salad. And you, you, you jump on the scale at the end of the day. How silly. Just commit to the process of eating healthy. Commit to the process of, 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 of working out. Because, see, it's easy to get sucked into this quick fix society and quick fix world where we want to see things overnight. Understand that you are, you're not a success when you lose that weight. You're a success right now. You're not a success when you become a millionaire. You're a success right now. I'm going to show you some Bible examples of someone who just did the right thing. See, you do what God puts on your heart and don't doubt it because you don't see stuff happen in six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks. And even you can see some things happen that looks like it's getting worse. The San Antonio Spurs, I'm going to read a quote that they have in their locker room. They're one of the most successful teams in the history of, of the NBA. And they've got this quote hanging in their locker room. When nothing seems to help. You ever... <laughs> Stop right there. What's this encouragement for? When nothing seems to help. You ever been there? Am I talking to somebody today? Have you ever been in a situation that looks like nothing's moving? Looks like there's no progress being made. But see, it's a trick of the enemy to get you to quit because that root system is being developed. This quote says, they got this hanging in the locker room. When nothing seems to help, I go and look at a stone cutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet at the hundred and first blow, it will split in two. And I know that it was not the last blow that did it, but all oh, that had gone before. NFL teams, NBA teams. They have a goal. All of them want to win the championship. But they have workouts. And they have things that are planned for them. They have coaches that sometimes sleep in the team's facilities overnight. And they study film. Doesn't seem like a good time to mention Tom Brady right now. But... um, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm, not, I'm not a fan, but I respect greatness. And um, he was, uh, Ray Lewis was trying to tell the um, Atlanta Falcons defensive backs when they were playing them in the uh, Super Bowl. Was it the Super Bowl they were playing in? And uh, Atlanta, a lot of people thought they were just going to run all over them. And Ray Lewis, who had faced Tom Brady and whipped him, but he knew how he had to match it. So he was trying to educate the defensive backs when they were on their way to the club. He said, he said look, he said, listen, Tom Brady got a clicker in his hand while y'all at the club. <laughs> he, he got a clicker in his hand. What are you talking about, that remote? He said, he at home watching film. See, people don't see that. Huh? See, a lot of times what people think is an overnight success it was just a result of, of this stored up energy and all, all of a sudden it's released. Like even, even somebody that they say, like this YouTube video went viral. I think I might have the musicians mixed up but if I do forgive me I think it was Justin Bieber who who's got a, a video, went viral on YouTube and then people found out who he was. Okay? Oh, he was an instant success. No. They don't know all those hours that he put into his craft. So what, even what you see as what you think overnight success on, uh, uh, um, on, on YouTube or whatever is a result of somebody who, who have been working diligently on that. Well, Pastor, you're talking about self-effort. I thought we were in the grace. I'm talking about, I'm not talking about self-effort at all. You're not listening. I'm talking about, this is spirit-directed effort. Paul said, look, he said, um, I labor more abundantly than them all. See, grace is, is not, not saying you don't work. It's, it's saying that it's not self-effort. Self-effort is the law. You're not under grace when you're operating under self-effort, but spirit-directed effort. Doing what God tells you to do and then trust that process. And the people think you, you, you're an overnight success, you're not. They didn't see you. this lady was playing the piano beautifully and these ladies were sipping tea chilling and listening to her after she was done they came up to her and they said i'd, I'd give anything to play like you she said no you wouldn't He said i'd give anything to play she said no you wouldn't you don't know how many times how many hours i spent as a child Other kids was doing other stuff. I remember when I was playing. I know Carmen Stokes, who's an accomplished pianist, right here from Fort Wayne. She plays in Chicago. She's a friend, and she, when when she was little, I remember when I I used to go. Go and play with her brothers and we, we'd all be out there playing football and basketball and stuff. Her father Mr. Stokes would have her on that piano. We'd hear that piano. She wasn't out playing with nobody. He wouldn't let no boys fool with that. Uh, you know when I say fool, I mean come and mess, be with her and stuff like that. Right? And uh, she'd be on that piano all the time. But guess what she's doing now? Getting paid to play. God has something for you. You can do something that nobody else can do. Man, with all the information, you can get your education on just about anything by, by going on the, the uh, just Googling it, going on YouTube. You can learn stuff. One guy um, that I know of, he didn't have a computer and he didn't have, uh, he, wasn't, he, he hasn't been to college, didn't have a car. See, there's no excuses. And this guy doesn't claim to know God. I don't know if he, if he knows the Lord or not. He just said, uh, I decided I was going to get on a bus and every day, He went to the college and uh, the, the local college, community college, and then he went and he looked at books on SEO, search engine optimization, how to do SEO. Didn't know a thing about it, but he learned everything he could about it. And then he went and pitched to businesses and said, I can do your SEO for you. I'm from the college over there. He didn't go to college. He said, I'm from the college, because that's where he would go every day. Wasn't even enrolled. Didn't have a car, but when, did y'all hear me? He, he would ride the bus every day and committed to education. So don't make any excuse, well, I don't have a car. I don't, have, I don't I don't have a computer. I want I want to be an attorney, but shoot. I'm 45. And if if, 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 if I go to school for I don't know, it 4 years undergrad and 3 more years of law school, how old did i say I was? 35. Thank you. So so <laughs> Amen. I'm not that old y'all, but but, but say I was 45, and then uh, so I had to grow, Y'all wonder why I grow this stuff down here. Because, so, so they let me in the club. I got tired of them IDing me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, okay? I don't anybody say, Pastor, what are you doing in the club? Okay. So you're 45. So if I go to school for seven years, I'll be 52 when I get out. How old are you going to be? In seven years if you don't go. <laughs> I'm helping somebody. Okay, let's look at... Oh my goodness, time slipping away on me. Look at, look at... Let's look at Joseph for an example. Now, Genesis 30, 39 and 2. The Lord was with Joseph. And he became a successful man, and he was in the house of his Egyptian master. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and called, and and the Lord, listen, and the Lord, and that the Lord, and that the Lord, and that the Lord caused all that he did to succeed in his hands. Now notice, first of all, he was successful because the Lord was with him. But then watch this. Now, okay, look at what Joseph went through. He could have quit. We're going to see he end up in the palace, second in command under Pharaoh. We'll get to that. But he was sold by his brothers into slavery, his own brothers. But instead of getting bitter, he got better. He had to commit to some good habits and to a process. He committed to excellence. He had to be. I'm going to tell you why. Well, first of all, okay, back up. Sold by his brothers into slavery. He ended up in Potiphar's house. And the Lord was with him, which made him a success. That shows you that before you do anything, before he did anything, The Bible says the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. Hallelujah. So the Lord in you makes you a success. Now then the the next verse tells us, watch this. So because you are a success, you're going to start doing successful things. You're going to start prospering. You're going to start getting results. Amen? And so... The third verse says that the master saw that the Lord was with him. See, because people are going to see that the Lord is with you. He saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord caused all that he did to prosper in his hands. Can you see that? So he ended up putting him in charge of everything in his house. Now, how did that happen? Now, I believe that Potiphar is not going to put him in charge of everything unless he proved himself faithful in the small things. And so what happened was, Joseph, he was given some responsibility, and he did it with excellence. He did it well, and he was given more responsibility. And he did that well. And then he was given more responsibility, until it got to the place where he was over everything in Potiphar's house. Okay? Now, he could have had a pity party and been bitter bitter because all this stuff's happening to him. Why am I a slave? Why did my brother sell me? See, you can focus on the wrong thing. See? And start getting bitter instead of Doing what's in your heart to do. Forgetting the past. You should just forget the past. Look to the bright future ahead of you. You've got a bright future ahead. God said, I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. See, choose to look at what God has in store for you. Choose, choose to be who God says you are. Don't look at the bad stuff that's happened. And more bad stuff is happening to Joseph. Potiphar's wife hit on him and accused him of uh, attempted rape. And Potiphar threw him in prison. You know what happened in prison? The keeper of the jail put him in charge of everything. He gave him in charge of everything in the jail. Same thing happened, I believe. He, proved, he gave him some responsibilities. He proved himself faithful. And then, he, and then Joseph got promoted. Then all of a sudden, uh, and then, then he started, uh, two of the people that were in his care was a baker and a butler. They got in trouble with Pharaoh, Pharaoh threw him in jail for whatever reason. And then uh, they were put under Joseph's charge and they had, they both had dreams, the baker and the butler, <clears throat> and so uh, and they were troubled by these dreams. And now Joseph could have said, could have been in the corner, having a pity party, saying, "Well, when it rains, it pours. Here it is, man. I, I, my home brother sold me into slavery. Then I'm in." house, I'm doing pretty good. And now this woman lying on me. He could just quit. Let me tell you, don't quit, no matter what's happened to you. Things that have happened to you could have been somebody it was a result of somebody else's doing or your own. It doesn't matter. Forget those things which are behind. You got 2020 ahead. Is anybody getting encouraged today? <clears throat> He went to to these two guys. He said, instead of being on his own, I don't want to see nobody. I don't want to talk to nobody. They might leave me alone. Let me cry by myself. Gloom, despair, and agony on me. Deep, dark depression, excessive misery, if it weren't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Remember hee-haw? Some people, they just have a, gloom, a gloomy outlook on life. He didn't. He went, up, he went up to somebody else who was discouraged. He said, why are you looking so downcast? He said, well, we got these dreams and nobody can interpret them. They said, isn't God the interpreter of, of dreams? Tell him to me. <laughs> Come on. God had given him, him a gift to interpret dreams. He made himself available. See what I mean? Huh? Even though all this stuff's happening to him, he's still, he, he's, he's still operating in excellence. Stepping out on what God had called him to do. He didn't know where that would, where that would lead him to. Huh? And he, he interpreted those dreams, and he, and he told that uh, the, the baker's dream resulted in, in him being uh, impaled. But he told, that, he told the butler, he said, remember me. Okay? But then when he got back in the back into pharaoh's house, he forgot about it. <laughs> He forgot about Joseph. Huh? This is more bad stuff, but yet Pharaoh had a dream nobody could interpret them, and then the the butler said, "Oh, I re- I remember my wrong now. There's a there's a fella in jail. He knows how to interpret dreams, and then Pharaoh called called for him. Come on. Let's look at um verse 38. And Pharaoh said uh, to his servants, now he he interpreted the the dream. None of those. None of Pharaoh's uh, magicians or astrologers, none of them can interpret the dream. but, uh, but, But Joseph nailed it. And after that, Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has shown you all this, See, who made him a success? God, don't ever forget that. It's the Lord that makes you a success. Since God has shown you all of this. Man, some people, they're making progress, but they don't see it and they quit. They just give up. Like, how long is it going to take? Look at Joseph. Be encouraged. Just stay the course. Think about the bamboo tree. You're developing roots as you're hearing the word. Miracles happen. He that supplies the spirit and does miracles among you, uh, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? You just keep that word playing in your car on the way to work on the way back home. Even though it seems like well, there's going to be times, you don't feel like it. You feel like putting on Beyonce. Huh? You're like, what's what's that going to do? You're developing roots. Faith comes by by hearing and hearing about the message about Christ. Hearing the message of Christ. (laughs) My wife gets tickled when I dance because you know I can't dance. Y'all know that too. But you know what? Yeah, yeah, but I, had, I had two, two girls dance for the Madam of last year. And uh, all of that comes from the mom. <laughs> all of that. Because Carla, she, she, uh, she's still a dancer. Amen. When well, I just sit all, out all, all the dances and stuff, I was like, I'm good. Uh, thank you, Lord. Amen. Only thing I can do only thing I can do is that, I can't even do that shuffle everybody, do. what's that shuffle everybody do? I can't even do that. What's the, that shuffle, what's the one shuffle everybody does? Not a cupid, the, the one, macro, what? That's the macro, what, what is it? Everybody does the, 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 the line dance. Everybody does. Electric slide. Electric slide, yeah, that's it. Right, I can't even do that. Huh? I can't even do that. Only thing I could do, only thing I could do, I taught myself to do the uh, 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 step in the name of love, but that ain't, you can't do that no more. <laughs> you can't, no, nobody want to play that no more. Amen, right. yeah. hey, I got to learn something I can do, man. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. So, how'd I get on that? Yeah, listen to the word. Spend time listening to the word. It don't seem like it's doing anything, but hear that word. Put that word on. Not just any old kind of word. Hear the word of his grace and how you're favored and, and who you are in Christ, that you are loved, that you are valued. That you bless because of Jesus. Not because of what you do. But your favor surrounds you like a shield. Amen. You walk in that work in that job, you pack it, man. You got you got, bad, you got like like you got a force field around you, man. Like the grace of God, the favor of God is on me. I can't be stopped. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm more than a conqueror. Greater is he who is in me and he that's in the world. Why? You had that word going on the way to work. And you walking in there. Everybody, else, oh, man, it's Monday. Blue Monday. No, man. Victorious Monday. Prosperous Tuesday. Glory to God, man. I'll, thank you, Lord. You call your day what it's going to be. See, uh, Joseph couldn't be, get here being negative? But see, some people, they quit. They listen to one tape. One CD. Get that, get them roots developed. More faith is coming as you hear the message about Christ. Thank you, Lord. And, and let's, let's finish this up. So, and since, since God has shown you all this, and there's none so discerning and, and wise as you are, you shall be over my house, and all my people shall order themselves as you command. Only as regards to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, "See, I set you over all the land of Egypt. Oh my goodness." Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. Y'all think y'all the first ones had gold chains on, man. Joseph, Joseph, Joseph had a gold chain on a long time ago, man. He made him ride in, his, in the second Mercedes and they called him uh, out before him, bowed a knee, Thus he sent him over all the land of Egypt. Moreover, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, and without your consent, no one shall lift up hand or foot (laughs) in all the land of Egypt. All because he made himself available to two guys in prison and put his gift in front of them. As they went on their way, Jesus entered the village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. She went up to him and said, Lord, do you, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? tell her to, then to help me, but the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. And, and there's so many things in life that you can get anxious and, and worried about and focus on the wrong things. Focus on the things of the world. You focus on trouble. See, it, it, it can lead you, I mean, to fear and anxiety. But Jesus told her one thing is necessary. You're worried and troubled about so many things. One thing is necessary. Mary has chosen a good portion which will not be taken from her. Some of you may not see, okay, going to Bible study. Coming to church, you hear the word. Reading, Reading your Bible, praying, developing good habits. One thing is necessary. You could say, uh, I mean, in Martha's situation, she's in the kitchen cooking. In your case, it could be watching Scandal on Wednesday night. (laughs) One thing is necessary. I'm not condemning anybody for not coming to Bible class or whatever. The Lord told me to have Bible class, so I'm doing it. As long as the Lord says to do it, I'm, I'm going to do it. And uh, and yet, blessings come out of it. I mean, I've already been just, just so blessed just by having Wednesday Bible class. Just because of the caliber of people to show up. I'm encouraged. Huh? And so, uh, so, I'm cool. But the reason why that the Lord has me to have Bible class is not for me. <laughs> it's not for me because I can have it at home. I got a nice, I, I got nice, I can I have, have Bible class by myself at my bar. Y'all know I had a bar at home? but Bill got tickled by that. I, yeah, I got a bar, I got a cappuccino bar. I got the, I got the best, uh, don't tell nobody. I got, the, I got the best cappuccino bar in, t- in town. I got stuff, man. It makes Starbucks jealous. I took, I took a drink into the Starbucks one time, and she said, man, this is, this, this is as good as Starbucks. I'm like, don't assault me like that. I didn't say that. It's as good as Starbucks. Y'all can't make this. Y'all know y'all can't make this, man. I take the Starbucks person a drink. Amen. Y'all need to come by so I can make you a drink. If you don't have it, I got T too. Yeah, pastor, you don't do T to I do T too. Probably got 50 T's at home. I ain't gotta come out here. I ain't gotta come over here in Mommy Street. For myself, I already know what I know. I can teach myself. Amen? The pastor wants us to come to Bible class. Well, what do you of course I do? Amen. But see, you may not think I what well, and see people don't, it doesn't register because like, what is that going to do for me? That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I came twice. Keep coming, keep hearing. Because see, a lot of times people don't, don't see how the Bible, even like praying every day, or spending time fellowshipping with God through his word. What? Huh? Man, when you develop daily habits, are you developing that root system? All of a sudden, it don't look like nothing happened. Or all of a sudden, it's like that bamboo tree. You reading the word here, something happens over there. Like manifestations happen. Like what did that? I, I didn't do anything. I thought I was gonna to have to drive over here and talk to this person and make an appointment with that person, and I thought that I was gonna to have to go over there and talk this person into doing this. But, but all, like, it's like, isn't that amazing? Stuff was working while you was resting. Thank Lord. Huh? Where Boaz lay, laid them things down for Ruth, handfuls on purpose. Had those workers just leave handfuls of that stuff down there on purpose. And she didn't have to work for it. All Ruth had to go collect it when you come out of your prayer time, when you come out of your time with God, you're going to find out stuff. She's going go, go pick. Look at that. Look at this blessing right here. You're blessed coming in and blessed going out because you did the Mary thing, not the Martha thing. Mary chose the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. In other words, I ain't going to stop this. Mary, like, look, you want some food? You're going to have to multiply something in here. I ain't tripping. I ain't thinking about no eating right here. See, nobody saw me when I would be locked up with tapes. That's how my ministry started. Somebody said, well, Pastor, how long did it take you to prepare this message? 30 some years. I didn't prepare this message this week. <laughs> like that lady on that piano. My aunt. And, you know, God used two of my aunts, two of my mother's sisters, really, to, to bless me. And one of them just gave me, I'm going to close with this, she gave me a, a set of, um, she, she was following a particular ministry, and she had uh, Fred Price in Los Angeles, Cali- California. That's where I cut my teeth on the, on the word, word of faith. And, and uh, she had a tape, and something was wrong with the tape because they give you, know, you could get a tape of the message that uh, each week. And so she got a tape, and something was wrong with it. And she said something was wrong with it, and they said send it back. And she sent it back, and they sent her a whole box of tapes, a whole box. And man, she gave me that whole box she's like, I got a whole box of tapes. She knew I had been listening to them, so she gave me a whole box of tapes. Man, I had them tapes, man, in my hand. It was like it was it was like a box of treasure. And I locked myself. See y'all didn't know me then, but um, I locked myself up in the room. Now, most of y'all don't know me, or didn't, uh, didn't know me then, but I locked myself up in the room with, with those tapes. Developing that root system. First of all, I changed. I wasn't, listen, um, I was just filling myself up with that word. I mean, I didn't know what, what was going to come of it. But I was changed. Changed me. I was just hungry for that word, hungry for that word, hungry for that word. And then um, I'm about to let let you go. I'm going to say this. A member of this church, Roosevelt Barnes, told me when uh, Eugene Parker ministered to him. They they both uh, were, were sports agents. Roosevelt still is. Gene's with the Lord. Um, Gene told Roosevelt. Roosevelt knew me back when he called me by that name. When you knew me back then, my name was Bougie. He's like, I knew you when you was Bougie. So um, Eugene invited him to come. He said, I want you, man, come to church with me. He said, who's the the preacher over there? He said, "Uh, Al Jennings. He's like, Bougie? He said, oh, I got to go see this. That's what got him. He's like, look, I, kn- listen. Anybody talk? Anybody tried to say anything about you and, and t- t- saying you fake and all that kind of stuff? He said, listen, look, I don't let nobody tell me that. He said, look, I knew him when he was bougie. And, and he's like, I came just to see if it was real. And he came and been coming ever since. And 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 he's. Well, but what got him was he saw the change. That's what I'm saying. That's what it, I don't take any credit for. It. That's what the word did. Now, I'm not going to get into stuff I was into, but he knew what I was into then, and he. But he sees me now. Only God can do that. I don't even recognize that person that did all that stuff. He's dead. I, I don't even. I would if, if I saw him, it would it would shock me, because I'm not that person anymore. That's what that's what happened. You become transformed, like like a like a caterpillar goes into, the, like nature. I love this about nature. How the caterpillar. Uh, 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 spins a cocoon and goes in an uncomfortable situation, and uh, and and he comes out not 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 a caterpillar with wings. I'm not a caterpillar with wings. I just didn't put on some other stuff. I be, see that that caterpillar becomes a whole different species of being. And he he was crawling, and he's flying. He's not that person anymore. He's not that caterpillar anymore. Am I alone? Is anybody else Has it happened to you? Where, 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 I mean, you, you go around in your family, your family look at you strange. Family don't recognize you. I had a family member tell me, like, why did that happen? They saw something happen. There. It was supernatural. They're like, why did that happen? It's just God. God on your life will make a difference. But that anointing on you, people people can't see it, but they'll be like powder for you if you keep with it and you don't quit people are going to see that the lord's hand is on your life because all that you do prospers in your hands stuff just works when you show up <laughs> answers to questions that people have and solutions on the job just like it might not be a dream you interpret but somebody that can't figure something out but you show up, and then you say, I, I can figure it out. I know what to do. You don't got to go in there like that. You ain't got to do all that. Just go in there and give them the solution. Man, the anointing, man, what if the anointing is just on? The anointing not on you just to make you shake. That's good. <laughs> The anointing comes on you to get you to do what you do with excellence. You should be the best worker on the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't follow other people. Follow Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And do your work unto the Lord, not as unto men, and God will, will, will prosper you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah! Yeah. Every head, body, every eye, clothes. I'm gonna...